Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Nation's famous. Nation's famous podcast. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Do you want me to get naked and start the revolution? Nation's famous. Nation's famous podcast. Welcome to another episode of Nation's Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Nations. This is the podcast where I talk and don't say much, but you're welcome not to listen. Should work on like a tag for the show. This episode, I want to talk about the reviews of Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man Mania, um, Quantum Ant-Man, Quantum Ant-Man Mania. So, I'm going to review the reviews. You like that? Click. Click clickable title um, not really going to go into sports I've been sportsed out if you all watched the Super Bowl it was pathetic but fun mm, I didn't really care I wanted both teams to lose despite how that sounds everyone's like oh Niners fans are being crybaby even though if it was like tables were turned they'd be like oh i don't i hope both teams lose and they'd be feeling justified but yeah it didn't matter to me i really i didn't want the chiefs to win they both it didn't really matter it would have been cool to see hertz get a super bowl title That's the only thing I was kind of rooting for. Him and A.J. Brown. I always liked Miles Sanders. He was always on my fantasy teams. And uh, it'd be funny. Miles Sanders getting one before. Saquon. Who went. You know he was. Saquon's backup. In college. And then having. Hurts win a championship before Tua, who helped win their championship when they were on, uh, where was that, Alabama? I can't remember. I think it was Alabama. But then, like, the whole lead-in, you know, the Eagles beat the Niners' third-string, fourth-string quarterback 
So I was just, it sucked, but you know, that's how things go. Niners weren't prepared to win, to go to the Super Bowl. Play what Hander dealt. And then, but everyone talking about it being scripted, the whole thing with Aaron Foster was pretty funny. That it was, he had the whole script. And he was telling everyone, he was on like podcast, something or other, and was saying that he'd get scripts in the, before the year started, telling them who's getting an injury and who, you know, has legal troubles and that stuff. And that was kind of silly. Other people really read into it too much. I think there's things going on behind the scenes that aren't honorable or they don't you know they're not a Look at my notes real quick. Make sure I'm going to go over what I want to go over. Um, yeah. There's shady dealings. Not on the up and up. And all professional sports, soccer, you know, they've already, they've blown the top off that, and so you already know that they're not upstanding, all fair show, so the Kings had gotten the rod ride of the deal in there and a couple of times in the Western Conference Championship. I mean, it was, and we went to one, right? Should have gone to multiple. The only one in 2002. They went to playoffs eight years in a row. So we had our golden age. But this year was fun watching the All Star game because we had representation both for the Kings and against the Kings. Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton were in the three-point competition and were almost going to win. Either of them were almost going to win. But luckily Dam Damian Lillard showed up and finally won. 
and Hooter, Herder, Herder, uh, only made eight baskets, eight points, not eight baskets, eight points. So that was kind of uh, his first time going, but according to Draymond Green, he won't be allowed back. Draymond's a jerk. Yeah. Sports, 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 and sports, 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 sports. It'll be my sports anthem. I'll do my sports segment. On to other things. I was going to talk about serious stuff because it was on my mind. Talked about I'm working for 10 hour shifts. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's expected to work over the overtime on Fridays. Not necessarily expected to, but everyone else works. And I don't intend to. And it came up this week. Bernie Sanders um, was talking about four four day work weeks need to start happening. I agree with that. That's why I'm not working Friday. I'm not working today right now. Hmm. <clears throat> It came up on a Reddit topic, and I was reading the comics, what's that, and people were kind of going over, you know, they want the four-hour, eight, four-day, eight-hour work week, not, you know, what I'm doing, but have wages go to meet you know what they are i forget the term but adjusted to what people are making you know 40 hours a week of course the people who are in charge of pay don't see it that way because they think you're working less you shouldn't be paid more blah, 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 blah. Even though it doesn't, if you're not affecting how much, you know, money gets made to the company, um, I guess it does in a way. Not really, just a time frame, but not the amount. It's like technical. But what I was thinking will change everything is scrapping all the way that the uh, work work day and work week is structured and change it to uh, contracting of course you can't really scrap it and then replace it 
takes a lot of building and you know it gradually grows into replacing everything but it it would be where everyone is in charge of what they do you know how they're how they want to work you know everyone who wants to work 10 hour days five days a week can do that and can you know that's their contract well other people who aren't interested can do whatever they're contracted to do and the thing i was thinking about we could with that is there would be you know it's like in the position i'm at now i'm not working like i'm trying to find things to do and so the way i want i would uh, structure the way i would want to work is i work and then when i'm you know done with what i'm doing for the day done go home instead of like you know finding busy work and trying to keep busy and i just i'm not a fan of busy work it's kind of bugging but you know work picks up i'll be back doing a lot of work and then i'll be on the opposite end and be like i don't want to work so much dang it i have to come in friday that's you know that's uh my thoughts and kind of something that i'm not in charge of no hand in figuring out just wanted to kind of put it out there universe of the computer computerized mechanism interglobal database let's turn that into an acronym so on to the next I feel like that's the same way Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars and segways, I was gonna say, let's see, talk about. You didn't, you don't remember me saying that about Star Wars. These aren't. Uh, Star Wars is your one to talk about. I'm just ready for Mandalorian. Everyone's talking about Andor. But Mandalorian is where it's at. I haven't seen Andor, so I need to at least watch one episode, I guess. But people are like, oh, it's like adult star wars talking about 
trade scenarios and treaties and when you say it like that it sounds like a lot of boring I just want lightsabers and odd racing and Jar Jar Binks not really but I want something to make fun of speaking of Star Wars Quantum Mania Quant Man I was about to say Quant Man Quant Quantum Mania Quant Man Mania is uh, getting a lot of crazy reviews uh, when I was watching it the first thing that came to my head when they got into the quantum realm and everything was Star Wars looking except the things that were flying were very avatar looking and I was like Star Wars meets avatar mind blown put that on your DVD box or I guess they don't have DVD boxes blu-ray block blu-ray box blu-ray box of blu-rays put that on your Rotten Tomato listings on the advertisements nation's famous podcast Zach Nations Star Wars meets Avatar fluid water fluids end quote let's just put that exact thing Star Wars meets Avatar water fluids or whatever it said nation's famous podcast Zach Nations I dare you but I, I liked it I mean, I saw it twice. The second time I almost fell asleep. So that was good. It made me feel so good and comfortable. I was going to just pass out. Just sleepy. Also woke up early and saw it again. Like the second time I saw it, it was 19 or 15. But I saw it early in the day and i really enjoyed it the first time i enjoyed it a lot the second time the boring parts really got boring the second time but the parts i wanted to see were really fun like modok he was goofy looking why can't you have a goofy looking character people everyone's bashing on modok like his, he had the helmet, so it looked like his comic face. Because his comic face, he looks like this. Has his eyeballs stretched and his mouth all stretched, and he's just, he's got the angry looking eyebrows. And he's just always like that. So they put that on the helmet. And then they opened it up, and it's Darren Cross. Spoiler alert. He's alive, and he has a small little butt. That was part of the movie. Spoiler again. 
There's a small butt in the movie. But I mean it'd been cool if they had the actual like backstory with Modoc and AIM and how he was a computer and then he killed all the people that made him and became a killer. Well, this was good. Nobody cares really. Next movie's gonna come out. Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody's gonna remember Modoc. Unless he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy, which would be crazy. Because he's a mechanism. Mechanism. Designed. What is the O? Mechanical organism. Yeah, that's what it is. Mechanical organism designed only for killing. So, if he's making mechanized, they can just make him more into a mechanized thing. Bring him back to life. Same with uh, King. He's a mechanized organism. He has all that mechanical technology. Mm -hmm. I think I was supposed to have this done before I did it. I mean, I'm just gonna do a little update on my status of this Twitch. And Episode title, Reviewing Ant-Man Mania. I mean, that's kind of misleading because I'm not going to go over, like, individual reviews and... Should put quantum ant man mania. Quantum ant man mania. Everyone's gonna hate that. Love it. Um. So yeah, the other Modoc thing. Killing, um, killing about a thing, good, killing about nothing, good, killing, killer, killer, killer and nothing good. Killer and something like that. Hang. Your name could be an anagram too. I really love Jonathan Majors. I'm gonna put it out there. 
You put that on your box too. Jonathan Majors, the next, the, this, this age is Paul Newman. He is damn charming. I still love his Loki appearance, though. It's the He Who Remains character. He's just fun to listen to, fun to listen to tell a story. He's just. He has range. Boy, was he angry and sad when he was talking to Janet. But he plays, he's very manipulative. I just, he was really fun to watch. And that's another, everyone was like, oh, I wanted to see an Ant-Man movie, not a Kang movie who took over Ant-Man, but he's a conqueror. He conquered the damn movie. What happened but I think Marvel's getting into this thing where they're putting too many characters and they're it's it's like the Spider-Man problem they were having putting too many bad guys in the movie because now they have Cassie and they're trying to make her a superhero they have two Ant-Mans and two Wasps. And they have that whole Micronauts situation. The Quantum Knots, I guess you'd call them. That civilization, the revolutionaries. Yeah, they're... Nobody cares about Micronauts. I don't get it. I think Kevin Feige is like a Micronaut. Fan. There's a bunch of Micronaut fans. They're boring. Look at your micro machines. Dig it out of your old box of old stuff. I had micro machines. They're great. But quantum mania people, quantum realm. The holes guy was fun though. I guess he was this. He stole the show. But then they had. Uh, claws. They read minds. There are tons of mind readers in Marvel. But then they had to make up one. And they ruined, you know, they didn't ruin, but they wasted an appearance of uh, Chidi from The Good Place. It could have been any other character. I mean, he was good in this. He was put, he was put in a good place. You need a sound effect. Ding! Or something. Something fun. But. Yeah. It was good. It was manic. Quantum manic. Um, but yeah, it was missing a lot. Spent the whole time in the quantum realm and I think that's where it lost a lot of people too because there was no grounding to reality it's like King had the reality stone <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, there's no, like, everyone who went to the quantum realm was like, yep, this is normal. And yeah, I've been, I've been places like this before. <laughs> Even though Cassie's never been there. Like, she wasn't freaked out. She was like, well, I guess that kind of goes with their character. But they could have brought someone. They could have, like, had someone show up. Lewis. Whoever everyone wanted to show up, Michael Peña's character, Lu Luis, could have shown up and was like, oh, this contract needs your signature and you put your signature, but it needs it on this part and you didn't cross this T and then, oh, where's everyone going? You're being sucked into the middle of the room of the little tiny glowy blob and then, whoa, he gets sucked in too. And then... You know, that would have added a little weight to them wanting to save someone everyone cared about. Because Luis would have, like, screwed things up. Nobody contacted me to give this one little idea to make the whole movie... Chef's kiss. It was good though. Could have been better. Like all the movies I've been watching. Except Bullet Train. Can't improve on Bullet Train. Movie of the year last year. I don't think it was nominated for any Oscars. Travesty. I need to make my own Oscars. Blackjack. Hookers. You know what? Forget the Oscars. Always love that joke. Futurama. Bender. So, of all... I guess I don't really want to spoil the ending. Especially because I'm going to talk about the reviews. So I don't want everyone to just go away and see the movie and then forget about my podcast. Screw it, I'm spoiling it. Spoiler alert. If you don't, if you haven't seen Quantum Man Mania, Ant-Man, Quantum... Quantum entanglement of the man with the ants. Get out of here. But if you've seen it already and you want to hear what I think of the ending and all the other endings that it wasn't just one ending. Um, so yeah. What happened was Ant-Man wins. Who would have thought, you know, that's a crazy notion. Ant-Man beat Kang, the king of all kings, apparently. What everyone, they're all talking about. Kang-Man. I guess I shouldn't have went into spoilers. I should have mentioned my the funniest part. The part I like the most. It's funny. 
I should have prepared for this. Another way I didn't prepare. But I really like one of the parts I liked a lot was when they got into the quantum realm and he just kept saying everything's be okay. Um, it was small thing and not everyone's favorite part, but I just it's okay, it's okay, everything's gonna be okay. Stop saying okay. Okay. I don't know what else I liked. I gotta go back and re-remember, re-watch the whole movie in my head. And then maybe I'll remember. So just sit patiently while I watch the movie for two and a half hours, which according to all the reviews, so boring to have long movies, even though you watch Hawkeye for six hours. Except Hawkeye was really fun. I had the swordsman. That guy was great. He was a red herring. Being a good guy. But he's probably going to be a bad guy. He's still. No, he's a good guy. He's just, that's really it's fun. Fun stuff. Fun, fun, fun. What's saying fun? That's how the reviews are. Quit saying this. Quit, quit doing that. Boo, boo, boo. All right. So, King. All right. Before we go into the reviews, let's get our ready. Like the reviews. Uh, King was searching for his core, for his time machine chair. And that's pretty comic accurate he has a time machine chair that's how he time machines the comics and he has like zapping power he's angry man he's so angry he created another big-headed angry man with a little body and made him hunt people and he's sent little little body big head man around and try to kill Ant-Man and his family without realizing they have a history. Crazy little big-headed guy is a former mentee of Hank Pym and the nemesis to Scott Lang. And he tried to kill Cassie when she was a baby. Not baby, a child. Yeah. It was the movie. That's how it went. And then the revolutionaries showed up and they tried to revolutionize the quantum room. Because King was mean to them. 
by conquering them, and that's, uh, he didn't really do anything mean or bad. I guess he shoot them away from where they wanted to be, which is, that, okay, that relates to any kind of fascism taking over as part of civilization. Like America, you know, show up and then you guys go to the bad, boring parts of the nation. So that's what it was. The moral of the story, King is America. And the revolutionary people found their savior in a man who controls ants. Not controls, but speaks to ants. And there's a gooey guy that if you drink his goo, you can speak the language of the people. Perfect. I'm sure that's what Marvel's. They all read the script from the guy from Rick and Morty, and they're like, put Rick and Morty stuff in it, and he's like, drinking goo to talk the language of the people. And they're like, yes! You did it. Rick and Mortified. But. I don't know. It worked for me. Um, especially. Like, you have to take everything from Rick and Morty. And disperse it to the world. Because Rick and Morty can no longer be. Because. Domestic abuse is wrong, and there has to be consequences. And Rick and Morty, a lot of it was the man who did the voices of Rick and Morty. Make something new. Add community. Dan Harmon, he did community, and then and then he moved on. Found a new thing, and then. That grew. So his career is like Ant Man. Growing and shrinking and growing and shrinking. Growing. So, this is. I don't know how to get people to come back from the spoiler things. I, I guess we're still in spoilers, so. This is going to be all spoilery. After, um, what I want, okay, where I'm getting, I'm going with this. So we need to talk about King and who he was. And I'll just go over for people who don't, aren't familiar with his comic history. King is a conqueror who conquered all kings. And King is one of many, and they're all uh, unique snowflakes. Some have beards, some have mustaches, some have blue faces, some um, just conquer to conquer. And some don't like conquering, and they get conquered. 
Then there's he who remains, who doesn't even want to be called Kang. But, so, Kang started way back in the year 3000. And he, he doesn't live on a uh, linear timeline. He lives, his past is our future. So his, and then he goes into our past and takes over our future. And so he, um, I don't know how to explain it. His name, okay, he started in the year 3000 as Nathaniel Richard boring nerd who is has no king is not king yet and gets bullied by other king people king types and they live in the year 3000 there's no physical interactions there's no uh, wars like everything has been figured out for the most part and King is bored and he's not King Nathaniel Richards is bored he's a bored little nerd reading about history and about the Avengers and all of the histories because he has all this time they don't have jobs they don't touch anybody they don't do anything so what he does is he reads about people who used to do stuff he's like i want to do things and then he read about all these all this history with king some guy named king screwing up the avengers plans and then getting his butt kicked and he's like i'm gonna go back in time and i'm gonna do what king did but be the kind of king who's a conqueror's conquers the Avengers and conquers everybody so he goes back in time and he becomes Pharaoh of Egypt he's like I, I read about Egypt they don't have lighters and stuff you know like in the Black Knight with Martin Lawrence looks a lighter it's like Rama Tut and then but he has more technology from the future. Oh yeah, he got his technology from Doom. Doctor Doom. And so that's what he uh, he got the Doom platform, which is what those blue rectangles that when all the kings showed up at the end with all the rectangles and when in Multiverse of Madness when Reed Richards showed up and there was a blue rectangle he showed up in. That's the time thing. But then Do Doom, Dr. Doom Kang uh, figured out how to, he like tweaked with things and put it into a chair and the spinning rings rotating all around. <laughs> time travel. And uh, as Ramatet, he takes over and he finds, uh, he remembers about the first mutant apocalypse. And he 
tries to get Apocalypse, who's super powerful, tries to manipulate him and get him to do his bidding. Because he, he wants to conquer Apocalypse. And then that doesn't go too well. And then the Fantastic Four show up. And Apocalypse. Apocalypse will remember Kang, but not care because Kang. That was like the only time Apocalypse and Kang really interact. Except maybe once in the future. But who knows when that'll be because Kang's all over the futures. And so. They go and they. Um, the Fantastic Four shows up and beat him, beat Kang. They're like, you're not Kang yet. You're Ramatut. Go off. Get, get, go on. Go on and become a king. And then he goes, he goes into the future, but he's in the past. So he goes to like the 20s, 1920-ish. So our past still. See how confusing? He's not in a linear timeline. He just bounces into the past a bunch of times. But he becomes Victor Timely. And he does a bunch of small, small, small town crime stuff. And he's like, I can be a conqueror of the corporations of the 20 industrial age. It's Victor Timely, which is a wink and a nod to, to Timely Comics, which is what Marvel is initially they made captain america and the first iteration of the human torch and a couple other characters and then captain america got big in the 40s and then they created marvel and the rest is history namor namor was part of that namor captain america human torch and then the fourth Avenger, and they became the first Avenging people. No, I'm just kidding. That was all made up. The Avengers didn't show up to like the 60s. Anywho, Victor Timely uh, was hint hinted at to be the villain of Loki season two in the last post credits which you know is probably king but with a mustache and crazy hair and talks about electric electricity and I don't know not much goes on with Victor Timely in the comics So who knows if he'll stay Victor Timely and Loki or if he'll, they're just going to keep bouncing into the time stream and find different variations of Kings, King variants, which will be fun. so much fun. Especially all the Kings in the, in the first after credits, the mid credits roll. Um, they have that 
have the the mortis who is the weird talking blue-faced actual blue-faced king which is kind of ironic in a way yeah, because in the comics all the kings are blue-faced but a mortis is flesh tone where all the kings are now flesh tone and the mortis has like a blue hue to his face i, I like that that was cute it's the Fu Manchu thing going. It's awesome. But then they had the uh, future king that looked like part Borg. And then they had Ramatut king. And that was in the mid roll. And then they had Stadium of Kings. And my, along with pretty much the rest of the internet's, assumption is that'll be like battle battle world where they'll just all the kings will start snatching up superheroes and bad guys and grabbing them and holding them and then time warping to whatever wherever that stadium is and then they'll fight you on that side and you on that side and charge at each other and then do your powers and I feel like they'll probably like King like King Dynasty will be all the kings gathering the things that they need to get to eternity and then they're going to be have eternity which is love from love and thunder which is a little girl and of course a little girl We'll go into that some other time. Because I still, I need to review Marvel movies in general. Because things kind of go over what the reviews are upset about. But I think, yeah. I think they'll, they'll get Eternity and then he'll become like the Beyonder. Instead of actually having a Beyonder. Which would be hard to do it'll be they'd probably do it maybe just turn king into the beyonder who knows that's the rumor king becomes a beyonder but in the comics where did they go so victor timely he's like he did a bunch of things and kept becoming his own child more or less he'd like leave disappear and he'd come back later on and be like i'm victor timely jr and go back and come back i'm victor timely the third and then just keep going until people got wise of it and they're like you can't cash your checks here we know better where's your mother at so then he goes into the future to the Avengers, or no, he goes back to his future to see if it changed anything. I think that's what he did the first time. Sorry, I think that's what he did the first time and missed. And then he tried to go, and then he went to the year 4000, and like a bunch of shit happened. 
I think that's where the the Borg looking king was from the year 4000. It became the Scarlet Centurion. So then he gathered more technology and uh, turned his space stuff like he put it in a suit because in like great uh, all that all the stuff at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania he recreated his own force field and had his face mask thing. He got all that from the future future. So then he's time traveling and then he caught up with the Avengers and became the king that we all kinged. And then he lived out his whole life and all the time jumping he wound up skipping into this limbo where he created Chronopolis. Um, kind of what he was uh, the he who remains in the Loki was Chronopolis and he was outside of time and he could observe the time stream and all that then he became a servant to the TVA and they were like we're in charge of time you can be put in charge of a specific portion of time since you know so much about time and this portion of time is part where we're it worries us we need to live forever so make sure that happens because this portion of time i think we there's like three of them we think this is gonna kill us so you take care of it and so he kills him in that portion of time you didn't see that coming pretty sure how that goes at least it should have went that way if it didn't because obvious reasons you know put somebody who's called a conqueror in charge of the part of the time stream that you think you're gonna be conquered obviously and so he becomes a mortis and really mortis isn't who you think he is it's really king damn it so the one thing i left out in all of this is at some point in the time stream he meets Ray, Ra ravona renslayer ramona or ravona not the, the one in loki ravona renslayer and he falls in love with her and then he's um she you know likes him but then he like is controlling and like is obsessed with her and controls her timeline and she's like this is mm, i don't think this is more like slave ship than relationship or something so she's like stop it i don't want anything to do with you because you obviously are manipulating me to love you and not let me do it on my own you're just like everywhere damn it everywhere in my time 
Like, I don't even remember things because of time. You took me out of my times. And, like, when you, like, manipulated my time too much. So I don't even remember my parents or my... Who I am, what I was grown, you know, how I was told to be, like, you know, manners and all that good stuff. Kings like you and me, good. I kill, I'm a killer about nothing. Killer and nothing good. That's me. You don't need good. It's just. So yeah, and then she winds up dying. So then uh, Mortis is a way to like distract the Avengers so that Kang can like Mortis is like I'm a good guy and Kang's the evil bad guy. Then it turns out Mortis is Kang. Of course, this was a comic book where Mortis was just a random old guy with a tall hat at the end of time he knew everything was going to happen so you know not like king and he had flesh tone you know not the blue face with the lines so long story short ravona dies by the hand of king or not by hand of king, but like king's manipulation is when he was Ramatut, he had a protege guy, like a mentee, like Darren Cross. So maybe he'll be in whatever movie has King's origins. But like that guy was like, fuck this guy. And he was. Jealous of Insabah Nur because he became King uh, Ramatut's protege. And then he was like, fuck all y'all. And he was trying to save Ravona Rimslayer. And then she was like, no, I, I think I need to hear this out with Ramatut. He's become a better person through my influence. So he shoots her. Uh, the guy, I forget his name doesn't matter he doesn't show up anymore maybe it's cry of the or whatever bill murray's character was no it wasn't so then kane gets mad and kills that guy and then he kills he tries to kill the avengers but he's always doing that and then he jumps into his time and tries to like find ravana rimslayers you know in a time to take her out of time so they can be together and then you know she kills him king because she's like i don't want to do that and i died you told me i died because of you so bam so yeah not confusing really you know it's just time time travel stuff so, at the end of Quantumania, everyone's mad because the ants show up to save the day. Even though it's a movie about a guy who talks to ants. Everyone's mad that all the ants showed up. When they were specifically told, no ants are in the quantum realm. You know, 
Crybar. Bill Murray was like, Ants, that's fascinating. What are ants? Are, do we have ants? And Hank's like, no, of course not. We live in a space way too small for ants, even though ants are way too small for our world. But then when they go into the quantum realm, they're big. They're the size of dogs and giant mammoths for some reason. Some are big and some are little. Ants. It's the name of the movie. Ant-Man. And everyone's like, Ant-Man can't be Kang. Ant-Man is a big dummy. Scott Lang Ant-Man, not Hank Ant-Man. Henry, Henry the Ant-Man Pym. He's the one that beat Kang. The smart person of all the movies he's the smartest one of the smartest people in marvel in the comics so why not ant-man beat king at least shoo him away which is what happened everyone's like king you're welcome i burped and i'm done ant-man But yeah, King didn't, to, I don't, he didn't die. Because they say King will return, even though it was after, like, showing a whole bunch of Kings. What they should have said is the Kingest Kings will return. Because then we'd know he just got sucked into the core. And he became the core. And that's where he become he who remains outside of time. And if you notice at the end of the movie, uh, Paul, I was going to say Paul Rudd, Scott Lang is doing his voiceover, and then he gets into that whole existential dread, like maybe he died, right? Maybe he didn't die. Maybe he's going to show up. Maybe there's going to be a hundred thousand kings that show up to Earth like Thanos did in Infinity War. Even though he didn't say that, but he should have. Because that would have helped a lot of people. But yeah. Who knows? Shadow knows. He doesn't ever say that. Not too old. Y'all are too young. But, and then he got the cake for Cassie's fake birthday because he missed all her birthdays. And he finally, he's uh, the sole guardian, I guess, because he saved the universe. Because we don't see Cassie's mom or stepdad who were entertaining in the last two ant-mans i think it's another thing so we don't get the crew that he works with uh, luis and the other two guys ti the guy polka dot man from suicide squad 
Even though he was the guy, the jelly guy with the whole, whole obsession. So we don't get those guys. We don't get anything about Ant-Man and the Lost Cup, Jimmy Woo. Who, no one's complaining about that. Because um, he does the, Scott does the card trick for him with his credit card. No, no, no. It's fine. So we don't, we only get Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Lost. We don't get Bill Foster. We don't get Ghost. But she'll be in Thunderbolts. But like, we can get some kind of acknowledgement that she's, you know, going from Ant-Man and the Lost, bounce, and then to Thunderbolts. Just to, like they do with Jimmy Woo. We don't get the mom in the cop den. Look at Darren Cross. It was a weird, that's a weird thing that was to me. It was like, this is a sequel to the second, or second. This is a sequel to the first Ant-Man. Everything that happened to the first Ant-Man pertains to this one, except Janet Van Dyne is back, and Hope Van Dyne, or just Hope Dyne? Hope, Hope Pym? Hope Van Dyne and is, has become the Wasp now. It's, it's been Wasp for a while. In the quantum room. So, kind of gone over the review stuff. So what I'm thinking with the with the Amen with Kane. Um, him getting sucked into the core. I just said he he's gonna become hero man. Did I say that? Like he'll go over. Like he's in. The time, his time mechanism thing. Somehow, that will become like he will become time, so he can manipulate time. Maybe that's how he becomes a beyonder. Just kind of theorizing. That's how theories work. Anywho. Gone over my hour, which is better than last week. I didn't have enough to talk about for now, but I didn't go over the reviews. I kind of went over where what people were talking about. But the thing that was annoying is like the big push right at the end, right before Ant Man came out. Was, go see Ant Man. All the reviews think it sucks. What reviews are like, wow, this is boring, man. And like, yeah, I kept getting like, like clickbait articles. Clickbait articles is like, is Ant Man gonna ruin Phase Five, even though it's before it even starts? And oh, is Ant Man too boring for the MCU? Does Ant Man have enough Marvel humor? Like. Iron Man, is Iron Man the absence showing? Is Paul Rudd too much Paul Rudd for a movie? Obviously not. It was just enough in Ant-Man. I mean, those weren't actual reviews. These are just 
kind of I'm coming up with what people the way people talk. They're, oh, too much Marvel humor, not enough King humor. Too much King in a movie about ants. How does an ant be the man who can time time travel, even though he's stuck in an in the place where he can't time travel specifically so he can't time travel you get what i'm saying the whole point of the movie is they get sucked into the quantum realm because obviously they know how to get out of the quantum realm so they're like propositioned to get him get king out and then get king's time travel thing to work because Scott Lang's a thief like I don't I don't get what people are expecting I mean one thing that would be cool is like this them not having the revolutionaries because nobody cares about a revolution under the quantum realm. Like King should have just had Chronopolis. And like conquered that area where nobody was because quantum realm was like large and massive. And just having that weird society of peoples. Um, um, I guess he just has to have people to fight with. But if he could have just, you know, pushed that aside and been like, we're taking him out of the quantum realm and like not. Or just have him. Because they didn't have him show up until like 30 minutes in or an hour in. Which is why I was boring for a lot of it. It should have got sucked in, hooked up with Modoc, fleeing Modoc, and they're like, "We got, we, we're, we're all gathered together, and Modoc's chasing us, but we have a way out." And they push out, and it sucks Modoc and King out with them somehow. I don't know. Make it up. It's a movie about made-up crap. Have all the things come out with them. Have them inadvertently fix the core, and then it comes out with King. And have King disappear. And then later in the movie, he'll reappear. And do things. I don't know. Be like foreboding, be like, your fight is with Modoc, but I escaped the quantum realm. But they have some other plan. That would have been fun. And I could have focused more on Modoc. And other things, like, I don't know not you know worrying worrying about what thanos did and now what king's gonna do 
like Modoc and other Ant Man, like the Egghead Man. Is an Egghead an Ant Man villain? Humpty Dumpty or some some kind of egg. Um, that was a big thing a couple years ago. Um, I heard it. So yeah, those are the reviews. So my review of the reviews, the reviews take themselves too seriously. There's like a poll on like, do you, does hearing bad reviews from critics influence the way or whether or not you're going to see a movie or how you feel about the movie. Obviously, it's going to influence how you feel about the movie. If someone's like, wow, that movie was 10 minutes too long, you're going to go into it and be like, well, what 10 minutes could they have taken out? Just the whole movie would have been like, it would have been in the back of your head. And some people would be like, this movie had a bad movie. I'm going to like it anyways, so screw that review. Boom, 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 boom. So my, what I would answer to that poll is, you know, all the reviews, that I, I didn't read the reviews, but I saw, like, people going, oh, that movie ruined my outlook on Phase 5, because I was hopeful, and now all hope is in doom. That's part of it, so, Hickman, Fantastic Four thing, comic book. From my podcast, that's not even the new strategy. Really slow. So. Anyways, I do need to work on making these into podcasts. A month behind, I didn't podcast last week or two. Do nothing. It's my birthday. Life was home. Yeah. Like the podcast when she's straight. No, it's not me straight. I'm just talking the same. So, so, reviews. My review of the reviews. Reviews that were bad were bad reviews. Um, should they do away with reviews? Get rid of them. Get them out of here. My review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I had a good, I had a good rating system. Just gonna read it by ants, by kings. It was ten kings out of five Ant-Mans, but big Ant-Man, so they're double the Ant-Man score. So ten actual, ten size-wise Ant-Man. Five, ten. I forget what my reading. I have a good, good one. I need to write them down next time. That's what I do. Is I just write into the air what I wanted to say. One of these days, that'll be a technology where I can just 
do this, but think it, and then I'll, so, like, it'll tell a technology to tell another thing. Write this down, what are you thinking? The future. King. King technology. Oh, yeah. And at the end, this is what I was going to say. How you know things aren't good if you didn't catch it because I didn't quite took me a while to figure out but with uh, Scott's reading his book doing then at the end he was doing his explain was it explanation not explanation his book ending narration he was like Everything's looking good. I'm having a good time. I'm living a good life. Nothing's. There's nothing wrong. He takes a bite of his cake and it tastes disgusting because it was from that guy who hadn't baked a cake in 28 years. 20 something years. 22. It's 2023. 1997. Sixteen, twenty-six years, math. So yeah, so it was gross cake. But when I saw it the first time, I was like, "Ha, the cake is gross." Of course, that's after he just said his life is good. And then the second time, I was like, "What does he mean, though? Cake? The cake doesn't taste good." Like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It tastes it doesn't taste good because it's maybe it's twenty six year old cake. And then I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, oh, he was he had that existential dread, and then he was like, life is good, and he was trying to push out the dread and like worries of life being bad and focus on the good parts of life and then even the good parts of life the cake tastes bad when cake tastes it's supposed to taste good you know everyone the concept of cake right you get it i get it now i get it good all happy but the taste cake bad Maybe that'll be my new outro. Make sure the tape, the cake, tastes good. And have a good life. No, I just I like my. Life. So let's. Without further ado, let's get out of here, right? That's not. That's not. I wasn't saying get out. Um, text me. Not text me. Snap, no, no, Snapchat. I do have a Snapchat, but it's always like spammed. You have a bunch of spam chat. People want to like Stacy one two four seven six five. It's like it's a bot, obviously. Anyone? Like just 
random people from my phone. I have a phone number and it's like, uh, suggested chat me or snap me or whatever they call them. It's like, phone number. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not friends with phones. Um, so you can check out my Instagram, Zach, Zach Nations, one word, my name spelled out. Instagram, I don't post on it. I could, I could start if I had people on there, which I probably do, and it'll just look like some. I just need to start taking pictures. Snappy, snappy, snappy. And post it on not Snapchat, Instagram, not on TikTok. Because it's, um, they're reading all of your information. They're hacking into your entire life. It's not good. China. Twitter. Nations 21. At me. I do need to make a dedicated, uh, Podcast, Twitter, maybe, or just my podcasts thing. It's me though, Nations Twenty One. I'm on Twitch. If you're not already watching this on Twitch, Nations Two One Seven, Twitch TV slash Nations Two One Seven, and. YouTube, Nations 21, Nations 21, like, everywhere, except for the places I'm not. So, uh, you can review my podcasts or leave comments all over the place and just put my podcast all over the place, like graffiti. Um, tell people about the podcast. Tell them good or don't tell them it's bad tell them it's a podcast see if they believe you and when they're like what kind of podcast is it tell them it's a stupid one where's dummies make it makes you feel good about being a dummy because you're smarter probably um or tell them to talk about movies and comic books and TV and sports and politics and news and uh, why things are the way they are. I do want to do another segment. Call it the things that make you go whoa. Like stuff like Matrix. Like how like watch the matrix and then you're like are we in the matrix or like all the space stuff that they're finding out they said there are like six thousand galaxies that are shouldn't exist but they do i can go over that kind of stuff maybe possibly in the next podcast we need to talk about the good stuff of 2022 there wasn't any good music last year. I was like, 
got so much good music to talk about from 2021 how do i fit it all into an episode and then i gotta talk about all the streaming tv shows that we've watched and the movies cop shop that was bullet train before it was bullet train you know that kind of stuff and then 2022 it's like a hangover of 2020 finally caught up to us And then we're in 2023. Started off with the Ant-Man Mania. But I do need to talk about last year with all the stuff. So maybe that'll be next podcast next week. We'll talk about like Umbrella Academy. Even though I did talk about it quite a bit last year when I actually watched it think there's um other other stuff so yeah next week same bat time same twitch channel bat channel switch hopefully i can get this on spotify probably tomorrow Thanks for listening. Recommend me to your friends. Recommend me to strangers. Tell them, hey, this guy does things. And he makes sense. Just makes sense. Now get out of here.